Sit back and listen to us talk about The Little Prince as you watch the sunset 44 times in one day. Thanks for listening to From Cover to Rail. My name's Alicia Marudi, and I'll be your host for today, and I'm joined today by Lindsay Hannon. From Cover to Rail is brought to you by Three Wings Design, the blog where you can find the most delicious recipes and the funnest crafts. And we're also joined by my baby, you might hear her in the background, Sophia. Today we're talking about The Little Prince, written and illustrated by Antoine de Saint... Okay, you say it, Lindsay. Saint-Exupéry. <laughs> Originally written in French, it's one of the most sold books in the world. At least two million copies of it are sold every year since it's been written. It was published in April 1943 in English and French in the U.S. And then it was published in France in 1945 because of World War II. So the Germans probably wouldn't let him publish it there. I think it's been translated into over 200 languages now. Yeah, it has. Um, And it's been, it's actually made into a play, a ballet, an opera... Um, audio recordings, all different things, and a movie, which we're going to talk about today, translated into 300 languages, actually, mm-hmm. and dialects. It's been voted the best book of the 20th century in France. Antoine, I'll just call him Antoine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. Tony. I took French, but now I'm trying to learn Spanish, and it's just, it's all terrible. <laughs> um... He escaped to the U.S. during the Second World War. So if you don't know, the Germans came and occupied France during the Second World War, which is where he's from. So he had to escape from there. And then um, he wrote the book in North America, in the U.S., probably. It just says North America, so I don't know if that's the U.S. or... I think he was living in New York. That would make sense. I think that's where he was living. Yeah. Um, And I guess that he used to be a pilot. And he had some aviation experience in the Sahara. So he drew on that for this book. Well, he actually, he did crash in the Sahara. Really? Like the aviator. So he, he was like a pioneer in aviation in France. Hmm. And he, so the airport in Lyon is named after him. Okay. And when you go through there, they have this whole thing set up that like talks about him and his life. And it has a ton of his drawings from this book and other books he wrote. So he actually like did a, he was flying, they called it a raid, but it was like a race. So he was like racing with this other pilot and they were going to fly to Saigon because this was when Vietnam was still a territory of France. Um, so they're going to fly to Saigon. They crashed in the Sahara Desert. Um, they almost died there until people that lived there found them and administered some native rehydrating techniques to them. Oh. So he wrote about that in another book that I can't remember the name in English, but it's something like War, Sand, and Seas or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he writes about um, being stranded in the desert like that. So. Uh, it's believed that that's what he drew upon for this book, too, when the aviator crashes in the desert. 
I mean, that makes sense since yeah. he specifically crashes in the Sahara. Yeah. So <laughs> it's kind of presented as a children's book, but but also it's not a children's book at the same time. It's an everybody book, I would say. I think that's why it's so popular. Yeah. Melissa Jessica's sister. <laughs> we'll just call her Melissa H., our friend. Um, <laughs> this is her favorite our... book. And she liked the movie. And she said she liked... Um... Oh, let me look it up. She says, um, The Little Prince is my favorite book, and I actually really love the movie. I think they did an awesome job balancing its own new story while uh, while still honoring the book in a beautiful way. Well, I guess we'll find out if we agree with her or not today. Yeah. <laughs> it is a different kind of movie because it's not like you can really be like, oh, what did you think of how they did this character and this character? Because it is kind of its own new story. While the original story is in the movie, it's just a small part of it. Right. And then they take it off um, and, and show and it another was story. advertised that way, too. It was like, the way they advertised it was like a new take on an old story kind of thing, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yes. Um, it has a lot of really famous people in it, so I'm not really sure why it didn't come out in theaters in the U.S. I know it did come out in theaters in, in like, Europe and stuff. Yeah. But here it just was released on Netflix. Um, I feel like originally it was supposed to be released in theaters. I remember seeing a trailer for it. Yes, me too. And then it was just on Netflix. So I don't know what happened. A few movies have been like that lately. Uh, The Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society. And then that Jim Gaffigan one called Duck, Duck, Goose. I don't know if that ever came out in theaters, but I remember seeing trailers for it. Yeah. In the theater. I don't think it came out in theaters. but I don't know. It's kind so, of nice when you have kids and you can't afford to go to the theater. It's just on Netflix. Yes, <laughs> that's true. That's true. So it's been on there since 2016. I don't see it leaving anytime soon since it, they kind of present it as a Netflix original. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe we can talk about like the themes of the book. Like love... And friendship, and kind. Of, I also think like faith is part of it, like and hope. In hope, yeah. Like yeah. that's what does the fox say? That one quote I really liked it. Okay, one sees clearly only with the heart. The essential is invisible to the eye. So there's always that kind of idea in the book. Like when you look at the stars, the prince thinks they're beautiful because he knows on one of those stars is his rose and when the aviator looks at the stars he can hear the prince laughing his laughter how do you feel they presented though that theme of in the movie i thought they did a pretty good job especially through the relationship of the little girl with the aviator that um she really grows to love him you know mm-hmm. he becomes he's her friend and kind of the only friend she has and he helps her to see the world differently thanks to his experience with the little prince yeah so she learns a lot about all of those things 
And there's one point where at the end, and we can talk about the ending later, which I did think was a little bit weird. <laughs> but um, at the end when she finds the prince on that planet and then he, the businessman tells him, like, you're hopeless. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm not hopeless. I'm hopeful. I think they did a good job. I liked the the fox did seem very wise like he did in the book in presenting those. That was James Franco. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He has a good voice for that, I guess. And I felt like the mother was this good character showing how, you know, at first she's so caught up in the adult way of being that you know, he talks about in the book, like, adults are not perceptive and and they do ridiculous things. and They care about numbers. Yeah, they care about things that don't matter. And uh, you kind of see her go from that to recognizing, like, what her daughter really needs from her. You know, she kind of undergoes this change of recognizing that there's there's things she wasn't perceiving. She's not being perceptive as an adult that she needs to recognize. So I liked that. Yeah, I did too. Whenever they had the radio playing, it was like, let's do a recap of the recap of today's important numbers and stuff like that. All the adults were very into numbers and organization and things like that. The essentials. The essentials, yeah. So I thought that was a good um, nod to the book. And I really liked how when they told the original story it was more of not really claymation it was almost like paper you know you know this animation style looked like you know what i'm saying yeah, it was yeah it was very different because there were even times where it was like they look like wooden figurines sort of yeah but it they but look, then they did a good job of making it look like his drawings yeah that's what i book. i really liked because the drawings are so unique in the book yeah and and just very cute i think and i feel like they're really integral to the story because he starts off talking about the first thing he ever drew and how adults always said it was a hat yeah you know and then it's like when he finally meets and he uses that as a test he'd always show people this drawing and if they were if they said oh it's an elephant that a snake that swallowed an elephant then he knew he could, like, talk to them. And if they thought it was a hat, he had to be a reasonable adult with them. Yeah. And then when he draws, he tries to draw a sheep for the little prince and finally draws a box and says the sheep is in there. And the little prince is like, that's just what I wanted. Yeah. Then, you know, it's like so, the drawings are so important to the story. Yes. So what do you think of, like, the original story that they came up with, the whole thing? I think... The first time I saw the movie, I was a little taken aback. Was that how you say it? Taken aback? Mm-hmm. By the prince not knowing who he is, and he forgot who he is, and he's an adult, and he's kind of, like, all nervous and jittery. I was like, uh That doesn't seem like something that would have happened to the prince, you know, who was so sure and, and knew who he was. You know what I mean? Who had this understanding of what yeah, he learned from he, the fox. He had gone and visited all those planets and seen all these people, like saw, well, here's this king that only gives orders that can be followed. You know, like 
I command the sun to set at sunset. Yeah. You know, and it was sort of like he had learned a lot on that journey and then realized how much he loved his rose. Um, I did, I don't know, I guess I was just, in some ways I was kind of disappointed by it because at the end of the book, he gets bitten by the snake, right? And it's like this whole question of did that really send him back to his planet or did he just die? You know, was this all a mirage in his mind while he's dehydrated in the desert? Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, and then, but there's this like hope again because, you know, he tells him whenever you see the stars twinkling, it's like they're laughing and you'll know that that's me kind of thing. Which he shares with the little girl in the movie, but then it's like, okay, he has this belief and hope in that, and then she goes and finds him, and he's been, like, forced into this adulthood. He's unhappy. He's forgotten who he is. He's forgotten about the rose. And I don't know. I was sort of like, hmm, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, they make the businessman evil when he was just, like, before like too busy being a businessman to care what anyone else was doing you know in the book so i don't know i think i understood what they were trying to do but i just thought it was a little bit weird i mean it's an interesting i mean i wasn't sitting there watching it angry it wasn't like an ella enchanted thing for me Mm -hmm. but i was like uh it's a little weird (laughs) i don't know yeah the next time's I watched it. I kind of liked it more. I mean, I understood better what they were trying to do. And I could see it more as now this is the little girl's encounter with the prince. Like, because obviously she didn't fly a a plane into space. Right. To me, to me, that was more like a dream kind of thing she had to help, to help him. Like, in her mind. Yeah. And I think because it was sort of like her journey to be able to understand what was happening to the aviator. Yeah. Which I understood. But I guess I was just a little disappointed that they took this character who was like, he had taught the aviator so much. She's this really special little person. And then they make him like sad and lost. And like the aviator had spent all these years believing that he made it back to his planet and was with his rose. And then it's like, no, he's been, like, stuck on this planet being an adult and being sad. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's depressing. I don't yeah. Know. So. Yeah. But, I don't know. I think that it was, like, her journey to figure out what the little prince taught the aviator. And, I don't know, in her mind, she had to be, she had to fight through like because I get the idea that her dad is like the businessman not that she sees him as evil but he doesn't have time for her yeah and she said she accuses her mom of turning into him yeah so I don't know and then at the end he's still when he changes back into the little prince spoiler he um still has something to teach her the end so i thought that was good although i was really depressed about the flower i know i was like what the heck 
Mm, that happens. What can you do? Your love dies. Your love dies. Not your love dies, but people you love die. Well, like the person he loves. Right. People die. Um, and It's just sad that he never got back to her. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. When I finished reading the book, it was like, oh, now, you know, you can just believe that he made it back to the planet and he's back with her and he's learned to love her better and appreciate her more. Be less prideful. And the movie's like, he never got back and she died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Well, sorry. I don't uh, like learning about tough concepts like death. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> but now the planet is more beautiful because he knows that she was on it. Yeah, there's like more grass on it when she's leaving. Like the, it's not just baobab roots he has to pull out or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, just <laughs> anyways. No, I know, but I'm saying it was like this representation, you know, of like right. his understanding. <sighs> yes. Okay. Well, so do you agree with Melissa's assessment? She really loved the movie. I liked it. They did a good job, I think, presenting the original story in this different way. You either have to present the story as it's originally written, or I think you have to just do it really differently like they did. Because I feel like if they were to do it the way they do most movies, where it's like they left this and this out, but there's no... like. It was more like you can see that maybe she, maybe the little girl learned the entire story, mm -hmm. but we're not seeing all of it. So it's like, it doesn't make you as angry that it's like, oh, you left out the part where he goes to the planet and meets the guy that's always turning the lamps on and off. You're angry, aren't you? No, I'm not. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying is like, because of the way they did yeah. it, where it's like, she's like learning the story and becoming friends with the aviator that's like recounting the story then it's like they give this they give you kind of this overview of the original story but it's like not as frustrating that it's like they left this part and this part out yeah. because it's also focused around what this little girl is learning about him the little prince I agree I think I really liked the movie. Every time I watch it, I've watched it maybe five times now. Um, I like it a little more. I find more details that make me like it more. So I think it's good. Mm -hmm. I think, I don't know, the first time I watched it and I heard Paul Rudd as the adult prince, that kind of like took me out of the movie for a minute. I was like, that's Paul Rudd. <laughs> but He's Ant-Man. He, he He's Phoebe's husband, okay? He's, he's, he's not dating a Sharon, clueless. <laughs> yeah. He's a lot of things, but he's not the little prince. No, just kidding. He is. Yes, he is. He's, he's the hopeful. adult prince. <laughs> yeah. So, I think it's good. I think it would be interesting to see it, the story, as its own movie. It's really short, though. They could probably make it a... An hour and a half. I could because I well I read it in I've only ever read it in French, 
but I was I read it in <laughs> French to <laughs> Emily. <laughs> Maybe. I read it in French to Emily, like af- right after she was born, when I was still on leave. Mm-hmm. And you know, because she's a brand new infant too, it's like she's only going to listen for like five minutes at a time. It was a lot longer, you know, like it took a lot longer than I thought it would to yeah. read it. So there's a lot in there. I don't know if you made if you just took it and made it a movie. I think you can make a good ninety minute movie of it. Yeah. I think so. I think it was interesting that they changed it from... He used balloons to leave his planet in the movie, didn't he? I thought they still had birds on them, though, so it was sort of like this. Maybe. I don't know. I thought it was maybe just the the stylistic way they were showing the story with, like, the claymation or whatever. Yeah. But they looked... So they had strings attached to them, but they looked like birds. Oh, I'm probably just thinking of Up, which I've also watched recently. I don't know. I In this case, I definitely like the book better. Yeah. There's just so many treasures in it, I feel like. I feel like if I read it again, I'll find even more things in it that I love. It's just... I'd only read it in French before in high school. And mm-hmm. then, then it was really hard to taken anything other than like the plot because I don't really know French that well still mm-hmm. I knew more then than I know now probably but um so and I don't think I really got all of it that well but now that I read it in English it's one of the most beautiful books I've ever read yeah it's such a beautiful story filled with so much I just I think it would have been interesting to meet the author and learn about his life experiences yes definitely um it said he had like health problems and personal problems which I imagine the war had a lot to do with it and he was in kind of a a du- not like a dark place, but feeling very afraid and stuff for his family and friends still back in France. And so I think that this maybe maybe could have been an outlet for him and in a way, you know, to to keep his hope alive. It was a very yeah, like dark time in the I, world. I was reading about the background of the book that the... A lot of people believe that the baobab trees are a representative of the Nazis. Uh-huh. And that the rose is his wife, who I guess was, like, Salvadorian. Hmm. And kind of his feelings about her that maybe, you know, he could have been kinder to her or loved her better or something. Yeah. So I think when I when you learn those insights too and think about the time that the world was in when he wrote it, it just it's this even more beautiful message that it kind of reminds me of that scripture that says to become as a little child. I don't know, when I was reading it, I felt like I I thought of that scripture to become like a little child too. Um because the prince is a very hard working kid. 
or child. Every day he gets up and he works to make sure the Balboa trees don't take over his planet. He cleans the the volcanoes, even the extinct ones. Or one. No, ones. I think there's two extinct volcanoes. And... Because yeah. you never know. And um, he takes care of the rose so well. But he's still very childlike. And has all this curiosity and love and stuff. And he doesn't really condemn people. I feel like he makes those righteous judgments. Yeah, like he makes his commentary on all the people he meets, but he's never mean about it. He just sort of like has this childlike understanding like, well, what good does it do you to own all the stars if you never enjoy them right Mm -hmm. so exactly so I thought of that scripture too and I thought of it kind of as an allegory of of Christ especially when he goes and gets bit by the snake and he's like and the aviator walks with him for a while Mm -hmm. it's really really beautiful and it is a book you can read to your kids or have your kids read but a book that you'll read as an adult and also get a lot out of yeah I feel like everyone in 2018 should read this book (laughs) I think it would make a, a big difference well I was watching I hadn't seen the movie yet so I was watching it last night so we could do this podcast and uh, Austin came home and was like, "What you know? What are you watching?" And I told him, and we were a little ways into it, and he's like, "I should read this book." Wow. And Austin doesn't like to read, <laughs> so I was like, "Yes, you should read this book." Yeah, we only own it in French though, so I have to get it for him in English. Yeah, I got mine at the thrift store, so yeah, you should go it... to the bent cover. See what's there? Oh yeah. This kind of looks gross, like it wasn't water damaged or something. It's mm. probably growing mold. I should get a new one, but <laughs> but I like it, so that's fine. Yeah. It says it's originally only a dollar fifty. This nice. version that I have, it only cost me twenty five cents, but and it's it is really short. I think. If you're reading it in English and English is your first language, it shouldn't take you too long to read. It's so. probably shorter in English. Yeah, I don't I know. It, it looks... French use so many extra words to say the same thing. So, And letters. Lots oui. of extra letters. Oui, oui. Hey, that's the same amount of letters as in English. But the French always have to say, may we. Wee wee. Like, how, what, what's the first sentence in English? In English, it says, Once when I was six years old, I saw a magnificent picture in a book called True Stories from Nature about the primeval forest. Okay, this is the first sentence in French. Lorsque j'avais six ans, j'ai vu une fois une magnifique image. 
dans un livre sur la forêt vierge qui s'appelait Histoire vécue. That's different. Yeah. Does it say about the primeval forest? It just says, like, the virgin forest. So it's like a forest oh. that no one's been in. I see. Yeah, it'd be interesting to read in French again. Except I understand less French now. So so it would be even more interesting. <laughs> I mean, I kind of understood what you said. Because the name of the book is different. It's mm-hmm. L'Histoire. Yeah. L'Histoire de... What was it? Histoire vécue. So it's like lived stories, basically. Yeah, this is true stories from nature. That's funny. So anyways, I like the book better, but the movie is good, and it did a good job of presenting the themes. Just a recap of the recap, because I'm an adult, and that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, it I feel like it presented the themes well, and but I just love the book more. Yeah. And I would say if you if you liked the movie to, and haven't read the book, you should read the book because I think those things you appreciated in the movie are just even more developed in the book. Yes, as is usually the case, but still. Yeah. Um, next time, I'm doing Crazy Rich Asians with my friend Brooke. So that's a new movie that just recently came out, and it's... It's like the number one movie in America right now, I think. Yeah, and I heard they were pretty surprised by how well it did. No one really thought it was going to do that well. Yeah. So. The book, I really liked it. It was really funny. It, and and just a good book. It was a good book. Um, it's funny because it, it takes place in Singapore. I guess I'll just say this for next time, but it's, it's funny. And, uh... Don't give a, a recap of the recap. Otherwise, you won't have anything to recap then. Yeah. So, I gotta go see it still. I haven't watched the movie yet, but I gotta go soon. We've just been sick, so it's difficult. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, so next time is Crazy Rich Agents, and then we're getting into October, and we're doing, like, scary books. They're not really that scary. But actually, Coraline, which I've never read, I've only seen the movie, and the movie's kind of creepy if you've yeah. never seen it. It's creepy. And then The Witches, which I already know that the book is different than the movie in The End mm-hmm. by Roald Dahl. And if you haven't read either of those, get on it, start reading. They're both like, um, for upper elementary age, I think. Coraline. Yeah, quick reads. yeah. Coraline is by Neil Gaiman and Roald Dawes wrote The Witches. Thanks for listening to this episode of From Cover to Real. To see more of what we're up to, follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, and check out our page on the Three Wings Design website. Our show is available on multiple platforms for listening, including iTunes and Google Play. For a complete list of where you can listen to our show, look on our pinned post on Facebook or on our From Cover to Real page on the Three Winks Design website. Thanks!